Well, hey, kids, is it Thursday already? No! Well, I guess that means it's time for another Just Another Fanboy Classic episode. This week, we have episode number 25, which was originally released on Wednesday, February the 14th, 2007. And it's really quite the special episode with what I claim to be the first ever comic book podcast cliffhanger. I don't know if that claim is true or if I'm just making it up, but I make the claim all the same. Anyway, this episode is over an hour long, so I'm just going to let you get to it. Enjoy. Do not attempt to adjust your iPod. You are listening to Just Another Fanboy, the only podcast that lets its wife share the spotlight for Valentine's Day instead of buying her jewelry. Just Another Fanboy is a Lynx Broadcasting production. Lynx, like the cat. Just like a comic book. 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 And now, direct from the If You Have to Ask, You Can Afford It jewelry department of the local pawn shop, your host and my adoringly frugal husband, Steven. Aww, Aww, that was nice. Hey, welcome yeah. to episode number 25 Ooh. of the Just Another Fanboy. You know, I'm going to do things a little differently this week. I'm going to stray from show format because, dang it, this is a special show. That's right. And being that it's a special show, I have a special guest with me tonight. Hello. My wife, Karen. Say hello. I just did. Hello. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so... <laughs> The reason this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. The reason I have Karen on tonight is because really this podcast would not be in existence if it were not for my wife. See, about seven or eight months or so ago. I have no response to that. Okay. About seven or eight months or so ago, I was invited to do a podcast for Lynx Broadcasting. And I like the cat. Like the cat meow. And I, I brought it up to Karen and told her, hey, we should do a podcast together. Mm -hmm. And I had this whole thing planned out. And her response was, eh, no, I don't really want to do one. But hey, you should do one. And the rest is history. So Yeah. And you should do one about comic books and get it out of your system. And that way you don't have to talk about comic books with me all the time. Yeah, because you're not really into the comic books too much. Don't care at all, Nick. She she doesn't read. I I try to, you know, I've learned long ago, you know, I read certain books Mm. like The Pride of Baghdad, and I'm thinking she would love this. But You know, we don't have this thing scripted tonight, but I have some ideas of what I'm going to say, and probably a lot of fans of comic books aren't going to like it. But there are a lot of you who are married to people who don't necessarily like comic books, and they'll understand what I have to say. Yeah. yeah but I love you. So, I, That's I when you say I love you too. I love you too. Okay. So, I also let Karen listen to every one of my shows. I make her. Mm-hmm. I I strap her down to a chair and slap the headphones on her and make her listen. So I thought it would Sometimes. might. I thought it might be kind of fun to maybe ask her. You know, what were some of your favorite moments in the Just Another Fanboy podcast? Well, I always like your commercials. I think those are comic genius. Well, thank you. Um, I like those. I like the addition of the bloopers. Yes. And um, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to jump in when you're recording and you don't know I'm around and go, boo! 
to which I'll Which prob- I shouldn't have told you because now it's going to ruin yeah. it because I want to be part of the bloopers too. Maybe I'll do that later tonight. See, and as I record, <laughs> my back is to the dining room where she would enter at. So I'm going to spend a I lot of times. I'm going to spend a lot of times recording with my head turned around. Yeah. Is this going to be the night that she sneaks in and says, I'm going to sound like this. Yeah. It's because he's going to be turning his. Any particular commercial? No. That springs to mind? But no. I like the addition of the bloopers and I like the addition of the 30 seconds of. 30 seconds of nonsense. nonsense. Yeah, I think yes. that's that's frighteningly funny. I well, mean, it's funny if you're a listener, but I'm actually married to you, so the things that are going on in your head kind of freak me out a little bit, because it's like, where does that come from? That's just It comes weird. from my bowels. Okay. Sometimes, I have no response to that either. Sometimes I eat a big bowl of chili, and God. my bowels start speaking to me, and, you know. Okay, next. Next question. So one one of my favorite moments okay. was from episode number five, the uh, "I'm Taking Up Space" yes. song. Did you enjoy that? I think that's hilarious. That actually is that's comes a real story. That that comes from a true story. When I was uh, a young lad, about I don't know a decade or so ago, I worked third shift and was crashing at a friend's apartment, and he would go to work in the morning, and I'd come to his apartment and crash on the couch and. We had a couple of friends who were unemployed. They knew I were, you know, they know, knew that I was there sleeping on the couch and they thought it would be fun to come over every single day knocking on the door until I would come up, wake up and answer it. But one of the mornings I'm there sleeping and the phone rings. And of course, it's not my apartment, so I don't answer the phone, but I let it, I let the machine get it. <clears throat> Back in the day of machines before yes. voicemail. Yeah, this was an actual tape machine. Right. And the machine beeps, and I just hear, I'm taking up space, I'm taking up space, I'm taking up space on your answer machine. And this went on for literally over and over for a good five minutes. And that doesn't sound like a long time. Five minutes in answering machine world, though, is a long time. And I went through these levels of, what an jackass. Sorry. Sorry, kids. But. (laughs) After really four and a half minutes, I'm laying on the couch just laughing my bulbous rump off of the couch because it was so funny. And I knew that well, one that day. Takes dedication <clears throat> for well, somebody to go well, on and he, on and on and on like that. He was unemployed. Yeah, but still, I mean. You know, they always reminded me of the, uh, <laughs> uh, of a Primus song where he says, uh, funny thing about weekends when you're unemployed, they don't mean quite so much, except True you get that. to hang out with your working friends. And that's okay, what now these you're guys. Okay, me sorry. I'm unemployed. But so, would you like me to to play this? But song? on purpose. What, uh, would you like me to play this song? Should I play it like a best uh, of? I think a best of. Yeah, go for it. Okay, well, I'll I'll pop the tape in here, and then we'll we'll give it a listen. Let's do that. <clears throat> I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. I'm taking up space. 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 I'm taking up space in your podcast. 
Okay, again, great. Thank I'm you. Taking up, taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space. I'm taking up space in your podcast. Okay, great. That's enough. No more. I'm I don't want to come, up come on, guys. I'm taking up space. Guys, if you don't stop, I'm, I'm going to have to get violent. Do you want me to get violent? I'm going to get violent on you. Don't make me get violent on you. Oh, fine. Here I go. You want it? Here it comes. I'm taking up space. Take that. There. There. Okay. Then. All right. You two try to hijack my show again. I'm going to blow the both of you up. Got it? Yes, sir. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Yes, Yes, sir. Okay, that was fun. That's just good, clean fun. That's just comedy gold. That was actually the episode that uh, uh, Gary Indiana first came aboard, joined the show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Norman's cousin. He's a nice guy. He's a very nice guy. Eats a lot of our food. Yeah, I guess he does. (laughs) (laughs) You know who, who I'd like to see return, though? No. That would be uh, Norman, Oklahoma's sister. Enid? Yeah. Whatever happened to that good old Enid? She was great. I think she works third shift. (laughs) (laughs) I think she works. She works 24-7. Yeah, she does. (laughs) So. But anyway, people might not remember. She did the voice of. uh, Oh. uh, Princess Buttercup. Yes, Princess Buttercup. Back when I did the, uh, went at the movies with Gary Indiana, when Gary did the uh, movie contests. I'd like to see you doing that again. If eh. more people would respond, is eh. that the problem? No, I, I kind of like just got that. tired of it. Okay. Gary doesn't believe in in gambling and prizes and stuff. So. Okay. So, yeah. Well, then but, you're gonna have to find a way to get Enid back in here once in a while for something. I'll give her a holler. I think that uh, there's too much too much testosterone on just another fanboy. That's what comics are: testosterone. Oh. <laughs> okay. Big pecs, biceps, giant guns. Bang, bang. So one thing I I also find interesting about the show is really when it comes down to it, your favorite aspect of the show is not the show in and of itself. No. But it's it's what you are allowed to do. It's downtime. It's your downtime. Because why why do you need the downtime? Why do I need the downtime? Why? What do you do that? Well, okay. So it takes you like... Hours and hours to do this thing on Tuesday nights. And we live in a pretty tiny little place. Wasn't called the low rent tips of the week for nothing. And things have to remain very quiet. Computers right in the middle of the living room and everything's all connected. So have to be quiet. So I can't be banging around in the kitchen or watching TV here in the living room. So the studio. Oh, sorry. The studio. So I take a little TV into the bathroom every Tuesday night and take myself a good two-hour-long hot bubble bath. Oh, and and I want to introduce our my my stepdaughter who's just who's just walked into the studio. See, this is the problem: the walking in, the walking out. I mean, what you don't hear is Stephen going, <sighs> letting the cat in and out because the cat meows wants to go in and out of the room. So he probably gets up and down ten times just and- to do that. We'll have to let her stay out here tonight and let her meow because she's like a Maybe. cat meow. <laughs> That'd be good. And so, anyway. a- so Abby's always bugging me. When are you gonna let me on the show? When are you gonna let me on the show? So <laughs> and she Abby's- just walked into the room very quietly. Abby, say hi. 
Hi. Get a little bit closer to the microphone. This is Abby. This is my 19-year-old baby. And Abby actually reads some comics because she uh, was introduced to them by who? By my awesome kick-butt stepdad. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I have him to thank for that. <laughs> so... But anyway, why, now why why is it that you enjoy the bath so much? What do you do all day long that you need this relaxation time? I raise our children. How many children do we have? We have four children with yes. Abby. She kind of takes care of herself, though. She does, and she's a big help around with the other little ones. But yeah. three three children, four and under, and yeah, I don't get a lot of time to myself. So Tuesday nights is a great time for me to just bye, Abby. Bye. Um. Uh be allowed without guilt or, you know, like I should be doing something else to just go and watch Boston Legal in the bubble bath, which oh, I missed tonight Denny because Crane. of this, but Denny Crane. Denny Crane. <laughs> yeah, I miss, so, I miss I like Boston the bubble Legal. Baths. Yeah. Tuesday nights Boston. are my night. Well, yeah, because you never get to watch it. <clears throat> no. And we don't have like a TiVo. No. Low rent. No, we don't Low even have. rent. We don't even have cable. No, but that's kind of by choice. Yeah. For me. We had, a, we had a choice between cable and a Netflix subscription, and we chose Netflix. Yeah. That way we get to choose. This is really boring. You think? Okay, well, let's move <laughs> along. Let's talk about some of the things that I don't like about comic books. Okay. About being married to somebody who likes comic books. Okay. Let me just tell a little the little story about how I actually kept track on a calendar at one point um, how many days in a row the word comic book came out of your mouth. 674 days I, ago. I quit counting at 75, 75. And then we had ourselves kind of a knockdown fight about it. She arm wrestled me. Yeah. Well, and I won for a while until the podcast came along. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I now I have to talk. Exactly. Now. I bounce show ideas off of it. Yeah. At least now I'm involved in it. Whereas before, and it wasn't just, ooh, comic book this, and I read this one, and I read that one. It would be like. My comics are going to show up today and it's raining. So make sure you hear when the UPS guy comes or, um, when the credits of a TV show would be rolling, you'd say, see that name? That guy writes, uh, or does the pictures for this book or that book. So in some way, comics were mentioned every day for 75 days in a row before I kind of lost it. And, uh, he was like, you know, I was like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want you to have any part of it. I want you to stop getting all of them. I want you to sell the ones that you've got. I'm but sick of baby. hearing about it. He's like, you just don't want me to have something else in my life that I love and I really enjoy. And I said, no, that in a way, that's true. Because to me, it was like uh, you'd gone the route of being a polygamist and had brought another, <laughs> serious, another, let me explain this, another love into your life <clears throat> that I had to compete with because... If men who love comic books would treat their wives oh. with as much attention, affection, and, and, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I had, I'm, wait, let me finish. <clears throat> as they treat their comic books, I mean, the way that y'all turn the pages ever so slowly so as not to tear them or wrinkle them, and the way that you so lovingly support them with the boards before you so carefully put them in the bag. I mean, that's love. And that, uh, anyway, so, <laughs> Abby so, was just showing me something so, I lost uh, my train of thought. But anyway, I was jealous of the time and attention and affection that you seemed to give to the comic books. And instead of just saying that, I kept track on a calendar for 75 days and then rubbed it in your face. So, gentlemen, send your hate mail to uh, <laughs> justanotherfanboy at gmail.com. Ladies, send your you go, girl, 
email well, to Well, no, don't just say that because boy. ladies like comic books this too. This is true. There's a the lot one of... One thing that helped me turn the corner a little bit is when Megan Mullally said on her, her talk show that she was a comic book fan. That that impressed me. I mean, yeah, I, I knew we've... about the guy who oh. named his kid Kal-El. Oh, Luke. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, and I thought, ugh, you know, sad. boys, boys, you know, yeah, boys I'd are weird. Do, that's sad. But when you find, well, yeah, you, ugh, he actually suggested the name Peter Parker, though, for our son. So, so uh, anyway. Um, I tried to get yeah. Oliver, too, but Green Arrow reference, but. If we had another son, which we won't have anymore, <laughs> Oliver's a good name. But anyway, let's get back to. Uh, well, should we play anyway. a. Uh, um, Anyway, it was your mistress, and I was jealous. I love the sweet caress of a well-written graphic story now and then. And they're also, you know, carefully boxed away up in the attic, just taking up space (laughs) in my attic. So, I hope you're all enjoying this as much as we are. (laughs) One of the things... I missed Boston Legal for this man. Denny Crane. (laughs) Denny Crane. (laughs) James Spader. (laughs) He's... He's so fine. He's blind. He's practically blind. Practically That's blind. That's a trivial thing, but that has nothing to do with comics. But practically. they don't allow him to wear his glasses, and he can't wear contacts. So practically blind. Yeah. So he has to really. And he's fine. Got nothing to do with the just another fanboy podcast. So no. Thank you all for listening and sending in stuff because that really makes his day. Speaking he- of sending in stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of the – something I did last week in a – I say, yeah, like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> very shameless way was to uh, get in contact with, with uh, all the guys that do all the fav- my favorite oh, podcasts yeah. that I listen to. So cool, these guys. And because uh, so the, one, cool. the one thing I do enjoy about doing a comic book podcast is that the comic book podcasting community is very, very tight. Very, you know, a lot of really good, friendly people out there. Good peeps. Very supportive – um, you know, you don't have a lot of, uh, I'm not, I'm not talking about your show on my show because then you'll get my listeners and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Not like that at all, really. But, uh, I contacted these guys and I said, Hey, you know, I'm doing a, doing an episode 25, which really in the podcasting world is kind of a big deal because big deal. there's a lot of podcasts that'll start out and maybe do like four episodes and then just stop. What do I get? But first silver anniversary. Uh, smooch. Oh, no, that's not made of silver. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> silver lined smooch. Um, anyway, so <clears throat> I I got a lot of uh, happy twenty fifth excuse me episode audio from some podcasts. Really nice feedback from those guys. You want to hear one? I'd like to hear one. Let's, okay. let's, uh, let's load it up, buddy. But uh, hey, Steven, I really really enjoy that username. It is indeed Ian Levenstein from the Comic Timing Podcast over at SpeakGeeksBeat.com slash Comic Timing. And I just want to send you a congratulatory shout-out for your 25th episode. That is a milestone for any podcast because it proves that you're sticking around, baby. Damn, skip it! And you've got a very unique style that is really not out there anywhere, and I mean that definitely in a good way. I love the sense of humor that you bring to the podcast, and I certainly want to see it continue in the future. So... So here is to at least 25 more and possibly even 50 or 100 because, God damn it, man, you have some talent. And I certainly want to see it continue. So once again, congrats on 25, Stephen. And, hey, hope to maybe meet you someday because you seem like a pretty cool guy. Talk to you soon. Bye. So that was Ian Levenstein. That's good. From the Steve. Steve. 
He does the, I, yeah. I should, but, uh, let me mention real quick. He yeah. does the comic timing podcast comic timing. over at, uh, geek speak, geek, geek, speak geek dot com. And he mentions it, but, uh, I, I really, I really like that show. Ian seems, Ian, Ian seems to be a really nice guy. He does. Not sure where he's from. And you asked me that and I said, I don't know, Pennsylvania, New York, somewhere's around there. So Ian, if you're listening, email me, tell me where you're from. Cause I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's. Let me let me say real quick because he does make that little joke, Steven. Steven. That's not just a username. That's that's actually how I spell my name. S T E N. For anybody who's never seen your name in print yes. and only heard you, it's S T E E V E N, and that's 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 his name. So don't wear it. It's not a misprint like everybody always tries to correct it on forms that you fill out. They try to cross out an E like you made a mistake writing your own name. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Steven. And I like what he said about you know the kind of talent that you've got because I agree. I think it's it's very good. I have no response to that. Very good writer, but I don't care how good you are. We're never moving to New York if SNL calls. I don't think I want to live in a city. Yeah, no. We live in a quiet little town. They want you bad enough. They'll accept your writing. Well, in this in this in this day and age, I I wouldn't really have to. Anyway, I don't know, but. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. You're we're talented. Like, Let's like, hear another one, though. Do you want to hear another one? I want to hear another one. Okay. Um, it's good for your ego. My ego likes to be straight. It's good for your ego. Oh, like a cat. And since we're going to be talking like that. Oh, quiet panel. I think that would work. be a very good segue. Okay. Because we really don't sound like them. I like the quiet. Oh, Miss Princess Diana. <laughs> quiet panelologists <laughs> at work. They are good. They're very good. Yes. Of course, you've never. You've, <laughs> we're doing a bad yeah, job. They're going to think we're. Okay, here we go. Quiet I heard panel. Him, okay. You heard the, the audio clip. Yeah, it's great. Let's hear it. Okay. Hi, I'm John. And I'm Matt. We're from the Quiet Panel Just at Work podcast. That's right. We're just dropping you a quick audio message to congratulate you on 25 episodes of the Another Fanboy podcast. Hooray. Congratulations. Well done. We'd just like to say we've listened to the Another Fanboy podcast and we'd like to give it a quick review. What do you think of it, John? I liked it. It was good. Uh, maybe we should mention our podcast. Yes, ours is slightly substandard. Slightly substandard. Well, congratulations on 25 episodes and well to another 25. Hooray! This is the uh, quiet panel I was just at work. Yeah. John and Matt. And I love, I love their music. music. They always have some really cool music throughout their, their podcast. I wish they did it more than just once every two weeks. Yeah. I know but, you enjoy them. Yeah. A lot. A lot. A lot. So speaking of commercials, mm-hmm. uh, my, <laughs> my, my fake sponsor, speaking of commercials, this is okay. a really bad segue. I've actually, I, I, I didn't know how I was really going to do this episode. You know, I kind of formatted a regular episode for the week. Um, script. Yeah. But I think I've already told Gary that he's probably not going to do his, his at the movies. Norman will be coming in later to do, uh, the view from Norman, Oklahoma. I believe he's going to talk about deer. I don't know what that's all about. He's been carrying a gun around all week. Apparently he. He uh, almost hit a deer. He had that problem last year where he hit two deer within yeah, like I remember a, that. a year period. So he's pretty freaked out he, now. It's, yeah. it's bad here. He, he's, Probably everywhere. He right? saw a couple. He, he saw a couple deer when you're the other driving. Day. Is what we mean yeah. when you're driving on the yeah, highway they're, or they're not like coming roads. up into the yard and and, and asking for anything like no. that. You know, <laughs> that's funny. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, he's been <clears throat> see Kansas. We've we've passed that new law, the uh, concealed gun law, where 
You can oh, register yeah. and, and, and carry a gun. So most businesses around town have these signs up that say no guns allowed. Okay. Because you're... You I wouldn't know. know. I never get out. Yeah. This is news to me. But... Anywho. So well, anyway... I think I, what you're saying is that uh, I, I, I'm, I, I'm taking up... No, I... As I, my Valentine's Day present from you being I, on here, we're straying a lot. And some things that you normally do might get left out. Yeah, but I don't care. Yeah, but... Since episode will 25. You, will you care, dear listener? I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't do this for them. I do this for I me. I apologize if, you, if you're offended, uh, but I'm really grateful to have the chance to miss Boston Legal and not take my two-hour bubble bath in order to be part of this. So anyway. Um, so since we're not talking <laughs> comics at all, and it's, we're like 23 minutes into it, I, uh, I mentioned, I think, last week that I, I had to take my uh, health risk assessment at work. Yeah, we, uh, we have an on-site nurse, and to um, to get cheaper medical coverage. You mentioned that last week. I did. You I haven't ha- you haven't listened to last I week's episode. I haven't listened to last week's show, no. so I ha- I didn't know. But you uh, talked about such personal things. Yeah, as your health <laughs> yeah. assessment assessment, and to qualify for cheaper medical coverage. Mm-hmm. To say medical coverage for everybody, but I can pay less if I take this health ri- yeah. risk assessment. Where are you going with this? So, well, I got my lab results back today. And they care about that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. It's your show. But yeah, they came back and you know what? <laughs> I'm fat. No. No. Little weight problem. No. Little weight. Carrying carrying a little extra junk in the... In, in the trizunk. In, in, the, in the trunk and the, the belly. Welcome to the triumphant return of Stephen's book bag. Now, I've had this book that's been floating around for quite a while, and I wanted to save it for episode 25. It's an indie book, and it's called Junie Tough by David Bloodsaw. Lettering colors and cover layouts by L. Jamal Walton. And Junie Tough tells the story of our young hero, Junie. Junie is kind of a naive young dude who's put to work by Mr. Crookoff out at the dump, where he asks Junie to clean up a pile of waste. So Junie and his pal Goose get to cleaning up this waste and they start to argue and which turns into a fight and soon Junie is thrown into this big pile of crap. Now this big pile of crap, which must be some kind of hazardous material, uh, gives Junie superpowers. He has the ability to electrocute folks by touching them. And Junie, like any true young man who gets superpowers, decides not to use these powers to fight the good fight, but he wants to use them to get rich and famous. Now, I really enjoyed this book. It was really funny. And I liked how, uh, David, the, the writer basically made Junie this, you know, the polar opposite of Peter Parker because he gets his powers. And instead of saying to himself, with great power comes great responsibility, I must go out and do battle with the bad guys. You know, he wants to get money. He wants to pay his bills. He wants to be financially stable. So the first thing he sets out to do is, is to join the, 
the preeminent superhero team called the Terrific Team and runs into a little trouble because he doesn't have he's not part of the union. He needs a union card. He needs insurance he needs his insurance card. You know, he has to fill out the proper application forms. He has to have all this stuff which he doesn't have. So it's like I said, it's a really funny book. I mean it's an indie book, so the art doesn't look great, but it works for what the book is, which is which is a funny book. So check it out if you get a chance. You can you can learn more about the book over at junietuff.com. That's J-O-O-N-Y-T-U-F-F dot com. And David, you've really got a great book here. It's like I said, it's funny. If you like funny, check it out. And it's got a great cast of characters. We've got uh Ghetto Pain Man, who's kind of the uh male supporting character who seems to uh be on Junie's back a lot. We've got the 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 female romantic character, Fast Girl. Uh on the back of the book it's got some uh characters we're gonna see coming up. Glorious Man, the city's premier superhero and nemesis to Super Tough. The good Reverend Roy Dale Waters of the first, second, and fourth Holy Rock spiritual body of ghost revival non-denominational church and his ongoing battle with Ghetto Pain Man. We've got 45 Caliber Girl, one of the most aggravated superheroes ever, and Big Steroid Rat Boy, the misunderstood supervillain. You know, David, I think you got a good start to what could very well be a great book here, and I hope to one day see it sitting on the shelves amongst the other books in my local comic book stores. Junitough, check it out, junitough.com. And that's what's in Steven's book bag this week. Okay, you're going to listen to any, like, viewer, or you have that listener I, feedback? Or are you I, gonna... I do. Actually, I have I'd an like email. I'd like to hear a couple of those. Oh, have, let's do email. I have email. A, a couple of emails I'd like to read. Um, this first one's here is from Justin. He says, Stephen, congrats on 25 episodes of Yay. Just Another Fanboy. I'm still loving the show, and I'm working on getting my wife to listen to the show, too. There you go. Being a Good fellow friend. Yeah, being a fellow customer service operator, she can relate. Uh, been there, done that. <laughs> Anyways, have you read Doctor Strange The Oath? No, I haven't. It's a great mini by Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin. This is the first time I'm reading Doctor Strange as the main character and not just in a cameo or f- feature role. I'm really digging his concept and see that in the right hands, he could have a great monthly, and I hope Marvel will once again give him his own title, being the main magical character in the Marvel U. Marvel can go into all sorts of places that the X-Men, Spidey, and the Avengers can't go. I know he's been around for a long time. I feel like I've just discovered him. Do you think the Doc can handle his own title? I figure if Iron Fist can be one of the hottest books right now, couldn't the Doc have the same chance? I certainly hope so. Sincerely, Justin. I actually haven't. I didn't understand any of that. Well, mm. it's because you don't read comics. It's all huh? Greek to me. I haven't actually had a chance to read the Doctor Strange. I'm not really into the magical characters too much because um, there's the one thing I don't like about a lot of the magical characters in well DC and Marvel is there doesn't seem to be a lot of limits. There doesn't seem to be a lot of rules. It's like if you need something done, old Doc Strange can just come in and go and it's done. That's creepy. <clears throat> yeah. In person, that was creepy. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Ew, I'm going to scoot over here. 
but I have heard really good things about the uh, Doctor Strange mini. And I do agree. I think Doctor Strange could have his own title if placed in the right creative hands. And I think right now he did, he is he has been placed in the right creative that hands. That sounds familiar. Doctor so, Strange. Doctor Why does Strange. that sound familiar? <laughs> Blooper. Nah, just let it go. Uh Oh, I'm thinking Doctor Strange Love. Yes. Okay, movie. never mind. Not related. Okay. But uh But don't give him any ideas of new books because he's got no, enough. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna pick that up. I actually dropped a yeah. couple titles just Good. so I can start getting my books twice a month. Okay, so we're not really saving any money. No. You're getting We're still spending the same paying, money. Okay, well we'll talk about that later. Okay. Okay, is that another email? <laughs> yes, I got another email. Uh this is from Heather. Heather. Hey, Stephen, you may remember me. I'll give you a hint. I like eggs. Yes, I am that girl. We love that girl. We do. We love that girl. First off, all I have to say is I am so surprised. I never thought that it would be so big. It being the eggs thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I'm, think I'm that's what she means. Yeah, I'm trying to start a movement. The yeah, I like eggs movement. Me too. You know, I think I want that, that to be. That sounds kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to I'm hoping that the, Sorry, Heather. when people think of eggs, they'll think of just another fanboy. Yeah. Um, and Heather. She goes on to say, it was, I was just being silly. We Every, love silly. I, I'm very fond of <laughs> the silly. We're fond of the silliness here. Every time I hear you use it or someone else use it in the listener's feedback, I freak she out. freaks out. So she's I freak. She is super freaky. So I figured I would write in an email saying, thank you. It may thank sound you. it may sound silly, but I have become more open with my silliness because of this show. So thank you very much, Heather. Yay, episode twenty five. And she's got a little signature here. I don't know if this is just standard that she has in her email, um, but it says annoy ton. I just screwed that That's up. That's another blooper that we're not going to save for later. We'll just keep going with the flow because it it's getting late. Yes, An <laughs> annoy tiny blonde one. Annoy like the wind, Logan. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't know. It's from Veronica Logan. Mars. Yeah, we don't. Echoes. I don't know. I like it's that probably, quote, though. Annoy, tiny, tiny blonde, blonde one. one annoy like, like the wind. wind. But Interesting. I like that I she has. I that, Heather. I, I like that she's become more silly because of the show. The silliness is good. You know, I, I, I run a, a Mighty Python website. <laughs> and there, there was a time that. <laughs> the other love in yes. your life. How much do you love them? A lot. So much that we. Do what? Named our daughter after yes. one of them. Palin. Palin. She's my little scrunchy one. Yeah. She's all crinkly. Anyway. But, uh. Silly, silly. My, I had a little tagline to my Monty Python site once that said, keeping the world silly since 2002. And so I like to think that just another fanboy making people. Go Heather. Go <laughs> Heather. Go Heather. Can I finish? It's my <laughs> Valentine's gift. <laughs> Cheap one. So listen, listen okay. to the tagline. Tell me what you think. Just another fanboy mm -hmm. making the world silly one listener at a time. To me, one egg at a time. I like eggs. I like eggs. I like to, to, I gotta stop that too, you know, frying the bacon and then Ugh. frying the eggs in the bacon grease. That is so bad for you, fat boy. <laughs> probably why I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. That and the cheese. You're gonna cake. become very familiar with a little friend of mine. Her name is Pam, as in the cooking spray, not the. Pam's too fancy Bacon. for us. We can't afford that. <laughs> we'll get the generic. Get the store-bought brand. Low rent. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear a, a voicemail? Please. Okay. Let's hear how many voicemails. How many did you get this week? I Quite a few. Three or four. Okay. Let's check them out. 
Hi, Stephen. This is Kevin. I just wanted to congratulate you on episode number 25. I'm going to keep it short this time. I haven't been reading a whole lot. Just lots of family stuff. Um, and I like eggs. I like eggs. Everybody likes eggs. Everybody's liking the eggs. I wonder what he means by lots of family stuff. Like he's, a- he's, he's the, the guy that's uh, <clears throat> been recommending Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's cool. Yeah. And if I, think- I, if I didn't spend so much on books already, I might think about picking that up. I think up, our but- little girls would like that someday. Yeah. I think I read stuff like that when I I read comic books when I was a kid, like the Archie stuff and Casper. And we used to get comic books in our stockings for Christmas every Christmas morning every year. Because um, we would all get up, me and my siblings, there were five of us, would all get up super early. And mom and dad wanted to sleep in. So always in our stockings, we got a comic book. So something we could read and keep us busy and entertained for an hour or so until they woke up. So I'm not totally unfamiliar with the comic book. Uh, stuff but anywho so what else is going on got some more listener stuff i do you want to hear another yeah another uh voicemail yeah let's do it please hey honey it's me the missus uh just wanted to say congratulations on 25 of your little comic book thingies whatever anyway if you would on the way home would you stop and bring home a gallon of milk um some light bulbs uh, some laundry soap scotch tape and some coffee filters Okay, I'd appreciate it. Oh, and uh, a dozen eggs, because I like eggs. Thanks, hon. See you soon. Love you. Bye. There it is again. I like eggs. That was me. That was you. That was me. You forgot the light bulbs. But that's because you like to keep it dark in here, because you think this is your bat cave or something. Whatever. Yeah. You You got everything else on the list. Good man. But no light bulbs. But yeah, I like eggs. So that yeah. was me, the missus. We're 32 minutes into this. It's I'm having a great time. I'm having a good time too. Yeah, this is all about us. <laughs> That's right. This this show is for me. And don't judge me. Don't don't you judge me. <laughs> okay, dead air. Dead air. <laughs> Say something. Well, say one of your clever little things. <laughs> Or we're just going to have to keep filling it with, I like eggs. <laughs> and nobody's going to like eggs if we keep doing that. I talked to that a, another I talk, email? Talk to a moose. No, I don't no. have any more email. Okay. Well, thanks, um, Justin and Heather. Let's see. I did have something here. <laughs> In the meantime, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Actually, here is a, uh, uh, from the board. I had posted over on the board over at uh, cgspodcast.com slash forum. Those are the guys that run the uh, the Geek Speak podcast, mm-hmm. and um, I posted over there that we were going to have an episode twenty five, and if anybody wanted anything special, anything they liked, and yeah, uh, Kevin Quas posted that he would. I would like to hear when there is a mix up and poor Gary gets bopped for Norman. I thought that was a classic. That was uh, one of our sponsors was the uh, Violent Telegram. Yeah, uh, yes. Company. <laughs> and you just <clears throat> like that word clavicle. Clavicle. <laughs> the That's the collarbone for those of you who don't know. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's been a long time since I played Operation. So I guess he wants to hear it. I think you should play it. I have to find it. Okay. <laughs> you got to play it for the fans. Okay, here we go. On a side note, I'd like to send a special telegram to Gary what? via the Violent Telegram Company 
in the form of a headbutt to the face. What? The telegram reads, get over it, old man. Everyone knows it stopped the cat box. Thank you. Well, hey, what you picking on me for? Settle down. I I think Chris might be a little confused. You're dang right he's confused. I'm the one who complained about the stop the cat box. I am Norman, Oklahoma. I am the pissed off one. He is Gary, Indiana, and he's just a kid, man. I mean, come on. uh, What? Huh? What? I'll get get it, guys. You you keep on talking. I'll get the door. You know, I just don't understand why... How, how could you confuse the two of us when we are both very dissimilar? I know. I mean, I'm just, I don't understand why he could. What? I'm what? looking for huh? Gary, Indiana. Well, that's me. Wait. Oh. <laughs> Your messages? Get over it, old man. Everyone knows it stopped the cat box. Man, that weren't Thank cool. You. That weren't cool. <laughs> Man, he hit me in the nose with his head, oh, man. man. That doesn't feel good, Come man. On. I think Come I'm going to go lay down. Come on, something. buddy. I'll go take you somewhere. Bad. Let's go lay down. Gary and Norman are some wacky guys. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Yeah. They're good guys. I feel bad for Gary. Gary's a sweetheart. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. I have another uh, podcast message okay to play this is from the guys from, to you yes from the comic geek speak podcast mm-hmm. uh two just two of the geeks can i just say something about gary and norman real quick yeah and who's the new guy deliberate jones yeah didn't somebody write in or call in saying that they'd like to have like a round table discussion with you and all of the guys didn't yeah we somebody. couldn't get we couldn't get them all together in the same room for that can't get them all together in the same room for that people no. um Gonna be stepping on Superman's cape and uh, yeah. pulling the mask off the old Nor- Lone Ranger. Norman and Dee don't really like each other too much. Yeah, is that so, what it is? Yeah. Okay. That's what it well, is. Well, let's just say you're a multi-talented man. I don't know what that means. Well, maybe somebody will pick up on that, and that it does take hours for you to do this show. So maybe people will understand without coming right out and saying it. That anyway. I don't know what that means. Exactly. But the comic on it, people. To the fellows from Comic Geek Speak, (laughs) which there's many of the geeks, but uh, Peter Rios and that's just a cool name. Yes, Rios. Peter Rios and Adam Murdo, the Murd, as they call him. That's a good name too. Sent over a a happy twenty fifth, and I have to give a shout out to uh, Webhead from the Geek Speak boards because when I got, uh, I believe Brian from GeekSpeak sent me the, the clip. <clears throat> it was an MW, I don't know. I don't know what kind of file it was, but apparently it's one of these newfangled files that just doesn't work well. Newfangled? On, yeah, it doesn't work well on my old Windows Millennium Edition PC here. So Low rent. <laughs> low rent. Whatever happened and to your low rent tips of the week? You ran out. Yeah, I don't have any more you tips. used them all up. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, go ahead. But, uh... <laughs> Because of the dial-up with your own darn podcast. Because of my dial-up connection, I couldn't. I was not. Oh, it's my son Simon who's just Simon. come in. So. Simon's got a tummy ache. You have to excuse me for a minute. Okay, Karen's going to go Good take day. the boy to bed. Simon, would you like to come say hi? Okay, my boy's got a tummy ache. But due to my dial-up connection, I I couldn't download the proper software to convert the file over to MP3, and I was panicking because I really wanted to include the clip from the GeekSpeak fellas 
And so I posted a, an emergency help post over on the GeekSpeak boards and Webhead stepped up to the plate. I emailed him the file and he converted it to MP3 for me. So it's on here because of Webhead. Thanks. Here we go. Hey, Steven, this is Peter Rios. And this is Adam Murdo. And from a couple of geeks to just another fanboy, we want to wish you happy 25th episode anniversary. Keep up the good work and keep us laughing for another 25. See ya. I'm at Geek Speak. Excellent. Nice guys. Yeah, I'm back. Simon, go down okay? Yeah, I put him in our bed to rest. You know what was really cute when he came out, though? No. He was carrying his little Spider-Man. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. His little stuffed Spider-Man. That's nice. Yeah, next generation. Yeah, just this this past weekend, both both of our parents were over. Simon, he's four, and uh, we're all sitting around the table, and my my mom's over there, and I say, Simon, what's... uh, What's Superman's name? And he says, Clark Kent. I said, what's Bruce, what's uh, Batman's name? And he says, Bruce Wayne. So what's the Flash's name? And he says, Wally West. He knows them all. And my mom says, you're really filling him full of useless information. Filling his head with useless information. But. We had to throw down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had to get into it with my M.I.L. Yeah. (laughs) So let's move along. Let's play another from uh, the Raging Bullets podcast. Okay. You haven't listened to this one yet. Okay, cool. So I'd like to hear it. Play that one. Please. This is Sean and Jim from Raging Bullets wishing you a happy 25th episode. Do you remember our 25th episode? Oh, <laughs> I'm still having nightmares and flashbacks. Anyway, 25th is a big episode. I remember when we hit ours, it was like a very proud moment for us. So congratulations to you. Enjoy the moment because 25, is, it's a landmark number. I've been chatting with you in the forum about Madman Atomic Comics, and Jim and I have an offer for you. When Madman Atomic Comics number one comes out, if you'd like to do a crossover, because we can't normally discuss it on our podcast, I'm a big fan of Madman. I'm really excited about the new series coming in. If you want to talk about the new issue, we would be happy to join you. So we're kind of throwing the challenge out there in honor of your 25th episode that we'd like to join you and chat about Madman Atomic Comics. Anyway, congratulations on the 25th. Enjoy it. And we'll be listening in. Raging Bullets. That's pretty neat. They are an all-DC podcast. So Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Arrow, that's all they deal with. So when they say they can't talk about it on theirs, that's why. Yeah, because Madman is being released by Image, and I'm a big Madman fan, and uh, Sean, I believe it was Sean I've been talking to. I believe it was Sean I've been talking to over the GeekSpeak boards. He offered me this this, uh, opportunity to have them come on the show and we'll talk mm-hmm. about Madman. And at first I thought, you know, I wasn't going to be able to do it because a lot of these podcasts, they, they, uh, communicate through, uh, Skype and I have a dial up connection. Like I said, low rent. I think you've and, mentioned that a couple of times. Yes. And so Skype doesn't really work well, but as he told me, um, I can do it over the phone and they'll record it and then send it to me and I'll stick it on That's my That's awesome. So that'll be fun. That's a lot of love being yes. thrown your way. Yeah. You feeling good about your 25th? Yes. Yeah. Feeling very good about it. Good. I am too. So do you want to hear another one? Yes. Joe and Always. Jimmy from Comic News Insider. Cool. Roll, Roll the tape. Roll the tape. 
Hey, this is Joe. And Jimmy from Comic News Insider. We'd like to congratulate just another fanboy for 25 great episodes. 25 great years. Oh, wait, no. Episodes. episodes. What's the anniversary of 25? Like platinum or something? Uh, we'll send you a platinum, like, yes. Super Friends uh, necklace or something. Congratulations. See ya. Rocket. Okay, so I guess before I send you off to bed. That was hilarious, by yeah, the way. Yeah, those are good guys. Those are some guys I'd like to hang out with. Jimmy okay. Jimmy and Joe, yeah. Comic News Insider. Yeah. That's, you know, I guess that's the one thing that I do dislike about being the low-rent fanboy is that I don't get to go to a lot of cons that all these, for example, the New York Comic Con. Pretty much yeah. all of these guys, except for the panelologists, because they're in, over in England, they're all going to be at the New York Comic Con. You know, Which is a word out. I'd never heard in my lifetime until I met you. Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Comic-Con. Just... Let me rock it, let me rock it, let me rock Comic-Con. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we Before have you one. you send me off to bed, what did you say? Well, we have one last voicemail. I'm tired. I'm coming down off of my caffeine high. Yeah. Norman's off in the kitchen and he wants to get in here and do his thing. And I got a sick boy so, in bed. Yeah. So. so I got one last voicemail and it's it's interesting. Okay. So let's hear right. it. Hi, Stephen. I'm sorry I screwed up last week and you had to fire me. Uh, so I'm going to try again. Yippee-doo, episode 25. You're awesome. Um, I do have a request one of these days. Um, I know you highlight the stuff and you said that you really care for the more violent graphic novels. And um, it just if you come across one that that, uh, that, that is like the Frank Miller uh series and I'm having a brain fart. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, um it would be interesting to have a list. You know what? Just don't even play this. I'm gonna try again. Bye. Yeah, I played it anyway. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I think a what she was trying fart. to get at was uh Frank Miller's I hope you know <laughs> Frank Miller's uh, Sin City. She's she's asked me about it before on an email. Um <laughs> If you like Frank Miller's Sin City, um, if you are more inclined towards the violent books, which I, I, I don't know, I don't think I'm more inclined to them, but, uh, I do like the Sin City. I recommend reading Preacher because you can get those You've from your library. You've talked about that one a lot. You've tried to get me to read that one, I think. Yeah, you past. wouldn't like it. Oh. I probably have back in, back in the day, but knowing you more now than I did then, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't like it. Okay. It's violent. It's graphic. Well, yeah. A lot of cussing. No. Oh, no, no, no. Nudity. Okay. Religious themes. Well, yeah, I like that. You would, no. No? Okay. You wouldn't like it. So. Okay. All right. So I guess this ends our 45-minute long segment of you it's been hijacking real. And it's been podcast. fun. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. And you did get me a toaster, too, for Valentine's Day. I did. I brought a toaster home. I did. And that's actually a really nice gift for me because it's something I wanted. Because mine... Well, I won't go. In. Well, yeah, I'll go into the story now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw on a news program, uh, one of the morning news programs last week, that the toaster I currently own is earmarked to be a collector's item someday. It's one of those Target ones, that Graves guy, the artist. Yeah, it's a toaster. Yeah. But it's kind of like a retro looking one. Anyway, um, it's going to be worth something someday, probably. So I wanted to stop using it immediately. Um, but I couldn't because I didn't have another toaster. So we own a valuable toaster. Apparently, so it was the same one that was on the kitchen set of uh, Dharma and Greg. Did not Isn't know that. Isn't that neat? Did 
did not know. So that. it's already famous, but someday it might be worth something. So I have a new toaster now, and I thank you for that. Of course, you bought yourself a DVD player tonight too for yeah we for need, Valentine's Day. We needed, we needed one of those. Though, I got too, a toaster. He got a DVD player, yeah. and I got to be on the show. Can I get a yay 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 yay? Got to own the show. Thank you, listeners, for letting me have this opportunity. Yeah. My 15, no, 45 minutes of fame. <laughs> I enjoy, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this is well, not what we had planned, actually. No, I don't think we so. We were just going to have a nice little maybe 10-minute conversation about the show <laughs> and, and segments that you liked. and. But I don't get 10, out of the house very much. <laughs> 10, 10 turned into 45 minutes. Maybe, uh, you know, if it goes over well, we'll have you back. Yeah, I think they probably would rather hear just you doing your thing. But Silky smooth tones. That's you, baby. All right. Well, let's. Okay. Uh, I'm let's, off to bed. Let's, <laughs> it's late. Let's end the segment with a little view from well, the segment pod the episode. Yeah. With the little view from Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah, I have so, to go have a talk with him before <clears throat> I get back about. Let me uh, carrying around a gun. I don't in my know. House he he brought children. a gun into the house. That's not cool with me. No. That's that's not cool. So he it, needs to make sure. Shut up, Norman. <laughs> shut up. You're gonna be on He's in a second. Kind of mouthy thing. <sighs> anyway. I'll go have a talk with him. He okay. knows. He listens to me. Here, I'll switch into announcer mode and, and set it up. All right. And now, The View from Norman, Oklahoma, a weekly segment in which our resonant, bitter old fanboy pisses and moans about the state of the comic book industry or just anything that generally pisses him off. That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Norman, Oklahoma. Hey, Can you handle this by yourself? What do you mean, can I handle this by myself? Well, I, you know, I just need to go use the restroom, yeah. and I just want to make sure you're okay out here for, I don't know, well, 10 minutes by yourself. I can handle this by myself. What are you talking about? Well, you just, you know, I've never left you alone in the, the, the studio before. Studio? Are you high or something? This is your living room. And besides, I ain't alone. Gary's here. Yeah, man, I'm here. Hey, don't forget about me, Deliver Jones. I'm here, too. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? Anyway, man, we're all right. We're all right. You go to the bathroom. We're all right. We'll okay. handle it here in yeah, the we're all right. studio. We're all right. Okay, all right. I'll be about ten minutes, guys. Just uh, I'll I'll just I'll quietly come back in. <laughs> Whatever. So I interrupt you guys. All right. Whatever. Whatever. Can we handle ourselves? What's I this know. problem anyway? I what, know. Like, what's going to happen? You know? I know. All right. I know. Okay. Where was I? I okay. <clears throat> I was on my way to work this morning when I spied a pair of deer off to my right, standing calmly in a field, just watching me drive by. Now, what's going on there? Doesn't this disturb anyone else? Can we not all see what's really going on with the deer in our world these days? They are no longer afraid of man. Evidently, our hunters aren't out there doing what needs to be done each deer season. They aren't out there striking fear into the hearts of deer everywhere. If our orange-clothed brethren were correctly doing their job, then deer everywhere would run screaming in terror at the sight of man. Yet there these deer were, fearless, arrogant, 
We need to put a stop to all those deer out there who feel that they have a right to just be out walking about on our public roads. Now, I've never really been a deer lover, but I've never really disliked them either. Live and let live, that's my motto. However, after hitting two deer with my car within a year's time, I've really become a deer hater. And God save any deer that puts itself in my path. Get those hunters out there, I say. Let's thin that deer population down quite a bit so that I don't have to drive with my heart in my throat every time I get in my car. I support the right to bear arms. I support the right to arm bears. I support anything and everything we can do to kill off a couple thousand deer so I can feel safe driving those public back roads again. Of course, I'm not really here to endorse a campaign to slaughter all the deer in the world just so I can keep my attention off the roadside searching for deer instead of where it should be. Searching the road itself for all the stupid people we have behind the wheel out there. No, I think that there's another answer. An alternative that will keep the deer alive and thriving, yet will keep them in the woods where they belong and as far away from humans as possible. Here's what I'm proposing. We should gather up a large group of deer and make them watch Bambi. That's right, Bambi. The Disney movie about that cute little deer. I think once the deer population gets a load of that movie, we won't have to worry about them anymore. You see, in Bambi, the deer and other innocent woodland creatures encounter men only twice during the entire flick. The first time is near the beginning of the film when a group of hunters kill Bambi's mother and set fire to the forest. The second time men enter the film is near the end when Bambi is all grown up. The men show again in the form of hunters, and after setting their dogs on Bambi, they set fire to the forest. If that doesn't send a message to the deer world that men are not to be trifled with, I don't know what will. Bambi is pretty much telling animals everywhere that men are to be feared. Not only will we kill you and your loved ones, we will set fire to your home. What's that all about, anyway? In Bambi, human beings in general are portrayed as bloodthirsty pyromaniacs whose only goal in life is the eradication of the forest and all that dwell within. Was this really what Walt Disney was trying to say? That man is inherently evil, while all the woodland creatures are innocent and fluffy and cuddly, and have never done anyone any harm? Apparently, Walt's never had the passenger side mirror ripped off his car by some innocent deer out to get his jollies by dodging cars on the freeway. Evidently, Mr. Disney was a little too busy making plans to have his head frozen to go out and drive America's back roads at night and flinch at every shadow that projects itself onto the road. That's the problem that arises from hitting not one, but two deer within the space of a year. You flinch and jerk every time something moves in your peripherals when you're out driving. You choke on your heart each time a shadow moves in the ditch ahead of you. You swallow your own vomit whenever a dog runs out from the yard of a farmhouse. Okay, maybe that's just me. But driving used to be a fun activity for me. It was a way of escape. I could kick up the AC to near intolerable levels, light up a cigarette, throw a little hair metal into the CD player, and just cruise. Now, however, I am in constant watch and wait mode. My eyes are swerving from the left to the right, always watching, always knowing that the next mile could be my last. I curse at each car that dares to speed by me on one of these backcountry roads. I hope you hit a deer, I scream at him, my mouth frothing and my eyes bulging as I shake my fist in anger at the receding taillights. No one should have to live like this, but I do. I do because I am now in the know. I know what's really going on out there with the deer in the forest. I know why they no longer seem afraid of man. I know because I looked into the eye of that first deer I hit. I couldn't help it. 
The dang thing's head smacked against my windshield, and I looked directly into its eye before it bounced off my hood and then bounded away to die alone in the woods. I saw what was in that eye, and what I saw wasn't fear. It was hate. Pure and simple hate for all men. It was then that I knew that the deer were plotting against us. I'm not sure why, but I could see from the look in that deer's eye that it was true. Maybe they're sick of all the hunting we do. Maybe they feel that they were here first and that we are the intruders. Maybe, just maybe, the deer have seen Bambi. I think that's it. I think that one lone deer out there crept up to a drive-in theater while the place was showing Bambi, and that solitary deer believed the propaganda that Disney was spewing. That deer saw the movie and came away with the feeling that man had to be stopped, so it went forth and told its tale to any and all deer it encountered. Soon a movement was formed in the deer world, a movement with no other purpose than the complete and total eradication of man. I can see it in the eye of that deer that took its own life in an attempt to take mine. That's the tactics being used by deer currently. Hang out on the roadside and look for cars full of people and take them out by any means necessary. Why do you think these accidents involving cars and deers only happen during the dusky hours? Because that's when they're near invisible. But it's not going to be long before they realize that this plan is too slow. It's not going to be long before the deer decide to take it up a notch and soon we'll have an army of pissed off deer storming a nuclear missile silo in an attempt to get a hold of a nuke. And once that happens, all hell's going to break loose. So prepare, good people. Arm yourselves. Stock up on canned food and keep close to your loved ones because the deer are coming. And when they do, they'll come on silent feet. I'm taking a big risk telling you all this. I know they've targeted me. They've tried twice already to take me out. I can feel them watching me now as I speak. But I can't lie down. I must fight. The people need to be informed of the danger that the world is facing. The people must know. The people must know. Be wary. The deer are out there. All right, I'm back. How'd it go without me? Ah! What the heck? Oh man, I think I just shot Steven in the face. What'd you go and do that for? Well, I didn't mean to do it. I thought it was a deer sneaking up on me. Well, dang, Norman, what are we supposed to do now? I, I don't know, I don't know. Let me think a minute, let me think. Oh, oh we're in trouble oh, now, Norman. Goodness. Oh, oh, we're in trouble okay. now. Okay, I just shot Steven in the face. Now, what do we do? What? Oh, oh, I know, I know. Now. We we can get rid of the body. What? We can take it out oh. back and bury it in the backyard. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, what? Are we still recording? Aw, oh, dang, Norman. Aw, oh, dang, Norman. Calm down, calm down now. Okay. okay, okay. What can we do here? Okay, we're still recording. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? What? He's still breathing. He's still breathing. He's still breathing. He's still breathing. Okay. He's still breathing, so he's still alive. Okay, Gary, here's what I'm going to do. You end the show, and I'm going to call 911. Okay. And get an ambulance out here. Okay. And, and get him on a stretcher. Get him to the hospital. Okay. So, so you end the show. I'll, I'm going to go call 911. End the show, Gary. Okay. 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 I guess. Okay. I, I guess I'm going to end the show here. Uh, oh, goodness. He's got some. Oh, how, how do I end the show? Oh, he's got some notes. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess the, I guess that brings another episode to a close. Uh, tell us what you think about the show. Um, send an email in at just another fanboy at gmail.com and, and and let us hear your thoughts. Uh you can also call the the Just Another Fanboy voice line at 1877 309 8367 extension 212. Um 
Um, the, the, uh, the theme song for the show is Comic Book by the Super Spies. Find it and information about the band at garageband.com. Uh, the, uh, the, the rest of the music from this week's episode comes from the Podshow Podshave Music Network at musicnotpodshow.com. So until next week, I'm Steve. I, I mean, I'm Gary and, and I'm just another fanboy. Oh, Lord. Okay, the ambulance is on its way, so oh, good. we're in the clear. Just, oh, good. Just don't tell us why. Don't tell us why. Yeah. Don't, I was, she's gonna know. I don't know. She's gonna know. Oh, man. She's gonna know, Norman. I don't know. Oh, man. Just a guy, just a guy, just a guy, just a guy, Good job. <laughs> Gary. Gary. Yeah. I I I just talked to the just talked to the ambulance driver. Yeah? The the, the EMT said that he it, it doesn't look fatal. Oh good. Uh, looks like I, I shot him in the clavicle. The clavicle. So he he's probably going to be out for a week. A week? What about next week's episode? Oh no.